Hello guys, welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad, I'm so glad, I'm so glad that you're able to join me this morning um, and experience uh, the podcast with me. I actually couldn't be more grateful for you guys joining me today um, on this wonderful, cold, chilly morning. It's freezing. I'm about ready to go home and get in the bed, uh, working this night shift and, uh, you know, just, just slumber. Um, and so today, uh, today is a good day to talk about something that's a part of this, like this sidebar series. And, and this is just going in depth with the relationship, uh, with God, um, and why it's so important, uh, in the view of our lives and, and why it's so important in anyone's life. Uh, even if you don't believe this could become applicable, uh, if you make it applicable, uh, and if you decide at the end of the podcast to give your life to God, you know, I definitely want to take a moment and, and present the chance as a believer myself. And so today's a really good topic because today is a topic about something that, to be completely honest with you, I always tend to struggle with as a believer in God. Um, sometimes when bad things happen to us, we tend to get in a place of unsovereignty, right? So basically we get in a place where like, God, like, why me? You know, uh, we start acting out, why me? Why does this happen to me? How come this has to, uh, be affecting me in the life that I'm living right now? I'm, I'm doing my best life for you. And, uh, you know, I'm doing, I'm trying to dot all my I's and cross my T's. I know I'm not, but I'm, I'm trying and. And God, why can't I do it? And God, why can't you uh, allow these things not to happen, right? And, and that's just our humanity. It's it's not that we doubt God. It's it's not even that we don't trust in him or don't believe. It's just sometimes our human side takes over. And, and sometimes our spirit man kind of takes the back seat. Because we don't, to be honest, we don't like when bad things happen to us. It, it's a part of our, it's a part of our life. It's a part of, it's a part of this thing called being a human, like, in our mind, we want everything to be okay, right? Like, I want my money to be okay. I want my money, my finances to be right. I want my relationship to be okay. I want to be married, but I'm not married. And I want to be in a relationship right now, but I'm not in a relationship right now. I like this person, but I don't know if this person likes me. Well, what if she doesn't like me? What if he doesn't like me? You know, for the young generation and, and, and oh, I don't know if I want to go to college. And what if I don't want to go to college? And what am I going to do? And what if it takes too long for me? And what if I end up being a bum for the rest of my life? And what if I don't? And God, like, yo, I need help, right? And sometimes... Sometimes we even put God in the back seat with our worry because in our worry what happens is we stop believing. We stop trusting because we're in the dark. And so today's topic is what do I do in the dark? My life is in the dark. I don't know what's happening. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what I'm doing. I I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm creating idols in my life in areas that I don't want to create idols. God tells us to put idols away. He said he doesn't want any God before me. And all the idol is is anything that is put above God. And it's like I'm in the dark. I'm scared. I don't know what I'm doing. I feel like I'm, I'm falling. And I was having this issue um, probably like two weeks ago. 
and I just like I, I fell into a crisis because I was like like God I I want to be great in my life I want to do good things I I want to follow your will <clears throat> I want to stay in the will of the Father I want to stay in the will of of the King but why does it feel like I'm I'm lost and I'm confused. I'm doing this, but I feel like I should be doing this. And then if I'm not doing this, I feel like I should be doing this. Then I found myself giving more time to something else instead of God. It, it was kind of like one of these things like, I'm not going to read my Bible before I go to sleep, but I'll make sure when I first wake up, I'm going to do something else. Or I'm not going to read my Bible before I go to sleep, but I'm going to make sure that I go on social media and, and do this whole side venture. Like anytime that you get to a point where you're putting things above God, the dark is going to get worse. Yeah, why do I say that? Because God says, I will direct your feet. I will direct your footsteps. That God, you know, he tells us that he'll, that he'll lead us and that he'll guide us. But sometimes the problem with leading and guiding is that you have to simply let go of what you're doing and follow him. Well, what do I mean? I don't mean like literally like give up everything you're doing. That's not what I'm saying. Like we have to make a life. We have to build purpose. We have to build a future. What I'm saying is while building your future, sometimes we take the will. Like, like our faith becomes our faith, uh, our faith turns into maybe our maybe turns into some, t some other type of hope. And the Bible says that faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. But the Bible also says that faith without works is dead. So what you have is you have a combination of, of, of you building because God gives the inspiration for life. And then while he's giving the inspiration and allowing your hands to, to be blessed at whatever they do, what he, what he's doing is he's saying, even though I'm saying that faith without works is dead, I also need you to stop trying to look at the big picture. I just need you to say, sir, go ahead and, and lead my hands. When we're in the dark in our life, the problem is not that we're in the dark. The problem is what do I do when I'm in the dark? And that's why today's topic is, what do I do in the dark? Like, I know God's calling me. I know God's leading me. I know God's trying to show me. I know God's trying to talk to me. But like, I feel like, I feel like he's doing all that, but I feel like I'm scared. My, my faith is wavering. My faith is losing. My faith is, is confusing. I feel like I'm going before, before things and not before God. It's like, God, what do I do? Cause I'm scared right now. And, and God says that fear is not of him, that, that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but he's given us a, the love and power of a sound mind. But it's like, God, I feel like my mind is not sound right now. I feel like, I feel like I cannot do this. If you pay attention to my words right now, I'm saying a lot of, I feel right. Like, I feel like this ain't right. I feel like this is right. I feel like I can't go on. I feel like I'm about to pass out. I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel. The truth of the matter is that it doesn't matter what we feel in the dark. What matters is what God says. God simply tells us in the Bible, through the whole Bible, is to have faith. I'm reading in Joshua right now, just a glimpse of what, I, what I'm studying for you all. It, and in Joshua right now, they cross the Jordan River. And God tells Joshua, tell the priest to carry the Ark of the Covenant and place it in the middle of the river. And, and basically watch what happens, right? They follow the direction and the river splits. And it's basically a, a, uh, a picture that's drawn uh, when Moses had placed the staff in the Red Sea was split. Now, in their minds, they're probably like, oh, crap. Like, you want us to take this thing right here 
and you're saying that if we place this here, then you're going to stop the water from flowing in the, in the Jordan. You're going to allow us to cross to get closer to the promised land. And God says, yes, that's exactly what I want you to do. But then there's another instance where Joshua is going to Jericho. And he says, for the first, <laughs> he says, for the, I believe it says, for the first six days, all you're going to do is you're going to walk around the wall one time. And then after that, what you're going to do is you're just going to rest. Do that for six days. On, on the seventh time, you're going to shout as you go around. And the walls are going to come down. Joshua's like, well, how come we don't, you know, do that? And God's like, no, listen to me. But if you notice, they're in the dark, right? Like, God's not telling them all this and all that. What he's really doing is he's giving them a precursor to what's going to happen. But what he's looking for is he's looking for obedience. He's looking for obedience. So when you're in the dark in your life, when it comes to our faith and our courage, is that all you have to simply do is obey God in the dark. Because one thing that God does is he, he keeps us in the dark for a reason. Here's why. Anything God does is to magnify his power, right, in our life. So when we're in the dark and things look like they're going, they're, you know, it's like hell on earth. Like, like uh, my, my relationship is breaking down. My girlfriend left me. I'm leaving my girlfriend. I don't know why that's happening. Uh, 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 we indulged in sexual interactions. We shouldn't have did that because we're trying to please God. Now the feelings changed and my money's funny and my change is strange and my marriage is failing and it's like, God, what is going on? And I'm talking to you guys from a personal view. Because to be honest with you, I struggle too. I'm not perfect. The reason I like the podcast that I'm building for for y'all is because this is just me being me. Like, I struggle with this. I struggle with this because if you're like me, I'm a type of person that likes organization. I like this to be this way, that to be that way. I'm going to try to get this done this way. I'm going to try to get this done that way. Uh, let me try this. Maybe this will work here. But it's like, oh, God, what is wrong with me? Because I'm scared. I, I feel like I'm not moving. I feel like I'm not progressing. Another reality, this is for my young people, is that the truth is uh, we're only young people. And oftentimes in, in this generation, we are trying to prove, and this is something I had to come into consideration for myself. We're trying to prove something at a young age. Like, guys, I'm only 21. And I know it's probably like me talking like, oh, you're 25, you're 20. Like, that's what people tell me. And it's like, no, I'm only 21. I just have this weird, wise mind. I am still trying to gain wisdom from whom's blessings flow. But, uh, you know. The, the truth of the matter is that we're in the dark because we're literally in the dark with our life. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I'm going off of pure faith and work ethic. I don't have nothing else. Like, if, you, if I'm going to be real, I'm going off of pure faith, pure work. I'm not even trying to make nothing work. Matter of fact, God told, like, like God spoke to me. He's like, you just need to take a, a season of pause, right? Now, if you guys knew me, I'm very ambitious. So I'm always trying to do something new in my life. I'm always trying to like spark this and spark that. I was listening to an entrepreneur the other day. He's like, just keep doing everything. Do everything and keep doing it till your face falls off. That's what the world says. The world tells us, keep on going. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't take a break. Don't breathe. Because if you do that, that's going to mess up. The truth of it is, come on. God says, I'm not the author of confusion. Matter of fact, I'm actually the God of peace. So if you're getting into a situation 
where chaos is arising, right? Because here's the thing. Chaos always comes. Let me clarify this because I don't want to say this wrong. Chaos always comes in the dark of, of, of our life, right? God says, I give you peace that passes all understanding. Now, when Peter got out the boat and he was going to go walk on water with Jesus, no one said that the storm wasn't raging. But the problem is that we forget that Jesus said, I just need you to, Peter, have faith. Look at me, Peter. This is what Jesus is saying, really. is, Look at me, Peter. Just look at me. Here's what I'm about to tell you. That I'm always with you. The only reason Peter started drowning is because he let the chaos control him. Come on. And so the thing about it is in the dark, the chaos around us, it actually consumes us. But the question is, okay, well, what does chaos look like? The word chaos means extreme disturbance, right? Now, extreme disturbance does not always come in the same packages. Now, let me reel this back back to me. I'm very ambitious. So I'm always trying to do new things in my life. Trying to be trying to practice online coaching, trying to practice, um, you know, trying to practice uh, this podcast, even uh, trying to trying to do college work, which is really a definitely must because you need your education uh, uh, and going to work. But the thing about it is my online coaching scene started becoming an idol. Keep in mind, I'm still in the dark, guys. I'm still in the dark place. Don't get me wrong. But this is all what happens in the dark. This is what I'm painting for you guys. And it became an idol because what started happening was that was having precedence over God. Another thing that started happening was, if you guys don't know the fitness industry, women can be very can be very promiscuous. Not in, not even in a bad way. It's unintentional, right? Because every woman wants a big butt. Every woman wants a slick waist. Well, the slick waist becomes thick thighs. With thick thighs becomes big boobs. You know what I'm saying? It's like a sexual appeal in the industry, not on purpose. Now, some women, very much so, but not on purpose. The problem is with me is if my weakness, I'm just telling you guys this up front, my weakness is sexual perversion. This is all in the dark. My weakness is sexual perversion. So I have to fight every day to wake up and clean my mind and sacrifice my flesh. What did Paul say? Paul says, I sacrifice my flesh daily. I beat it. Right? So what I have to do is I have to wake up. I have to beat my flesh daily. I have to make sacrifices for God. Here's the thing. In the dark, I had a breach with sexual perversion because here's what sexual perversion does i'm a believer right so literally i can actually look at anything and the devil can use that against me so if i see a post an inspiring post by a beautiful woman on instagram what happens is the devil takes that he corrupts it really quick and then what happens is those pictures get painted in my head. When they're painted in my head, then they're painted in my heart. And if that's in my heart, what happens is that I begin to have to war against my, not my flesh, but we war against the things in the spirit. And now what happens is I have this breach. Now what happens is, okay, now trying to be an online coach and do all this, this is actually becoming a breach and this is fighting against me. But then that's one part. The next part in the dark is the reason why we get sometimes confused is because what we're trying to accomplish and what we're trying to chase oftentimes starts fighting against us. I know I'm not lying. I'm meeting somebody where they're at right now. And what happened to me was 
fitness and trying to do all that online became my idol. So what happened was I tried to, I was starting to put that over God. My time with God in the morning. Yeah, God, like I'm just tired. But what happened was, watch this. I would be on social media for another hour and a half, another two hours trying to, trying to learn this thing. If God does not take place in the dark, in your dark places, if he's not the first one that you give glory and honor to in the morning or whenever you do, then the problem that you're facing is that you have made an idol to God. And if you make an idol to God, then you are actually going against him and you are no longer serving him. If you go the whole day without reading your word and spending quality time, I'm not talking about, a go- oh God, let me get a quick five. And I'm not putting quality on time, but the quality of time is usually the quality of mind. If my mind is at a place where I'm just trying to rush God and I'm just trying to be in my, in my dark place, like, yeah, forget you, man. Like, let me just do whatever I want to do. Then you forget him. And no, and now in the dark place, because we all have, we all go in this weird dark place in our life. Now I have no guidance in the dark because even though my eyes are closed and I can't see, I can still feel God's hand. But if I don't tend to God's hand, if I don't hold on to God's hand, then my dark place is now ruled by me. Now I have to walk by myself in the dark. I know this guys, have you ever had to walk? I used to walk home from swimming in the dark. I couldn't see squat and it was cold and it was, but imagine if I would remember my jacket. Imagine if I would remember my long johns. Imagine if I re- imagine if I would remember my sweatsuit. I wouldn't be cold. And some of us are living in our dark places because we're forgetting God. The dark place sucks. The girl on my job just took a spot that I was trying to get. I was fighting for it. I was fighting for it. Guys, Sunday, Monday, I get to go to church and I get a day off during the week because I'm in a spot that's not permanent and, you know, it's just crazy. She got it. I automatically got angry because I was like, I've been working here longer. I've been on this house. But God said, he's like, don't worry about it. I went on there and there was another permanent spot on the same house that doesn't have the most desirable days. Like, you know what, God, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to stay right here. I'm going to stay on this house. I'm going to become permanent if if it's your will. Because, guys, right now, even I'm in a dark place. Because as a young man, I'm trying to learn this thing called life. It's very confusing. Like, to all my old heads out there, like 30, 40, whatever, I congratulate you for already being alive. Because this is so hard. But what I do is I just like, God, I trust you. You're on the throne of my heart. I'm going to fight for my life. I'm going to fight against my temptations and my lusts because we're drawn away by our own lust and enticed as James put it. I said, and I'm going to serve you. Even if I have to work on a Sunday and I have to sleep in the afternoon, I'm going to serve you. Even if I can't see where my life is necessarily going, I'm going to serve you. Even if I have to reroute my life, even if, I have to, even if I have to take a pause in my life right now and the extra stuff that I do so I can get my focus on you and I can hear you effectively, I'm going to do just that. Because at the end of the day, guys, when you're in the dark place in your life, when you can't see the way, when you can't see what it's going to pan out to be, you got to hold on to God. It's not about letting go because here's what happens. A man that thinketh he fall, the man that thinketh he stands, take heed lest he fall. That's in Proverbs. And the thing about it is sometimes we think that we got it all, that we know it all. We're here. We arrived. This is the time of our life. But the truth is that we don't know. This is for my young folks. We don't know what tomorrow is bringing. We don't know what we're going to be in five years. 
We don't know what we're going to build for our futures. Let's face it, economy's different. Unless you're in school to be some type of doctor or, you know, whatever you're doing, congratulations. The truth of the matter is, a lot of us don't know. We can do all this and still don't. I'm going to be honest, I do all this and I still don't know. So I'm not living by sight, I'm living by faith. For we walk by faith. For we walk by faith. For we walk by faith. My eyes are shut, y'all. I'm trusting God with my last breath. And I'm pouring my whole dignity into him. I'm pouring my whole humanity into him. Because I don't know. And since I don't know, let me follow the Father. Because he said, I have a plan for you. A plan to prosper. A plan that's not going to harm you. A plan that has an expected end. If you yield to God, if you draw nigh unto God, then the Bible says that he will draw nigh unto us. It doesn't say that if he draws nigh unto us, then we draw nigh unto him. Guys, in your dark spot, you got to believe God with everything you have. It's your last hope. It's your last breath. It's your last minute. And I don't know about you, but when I die, I want God to say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Enter into the rest because I trusted him and I put everything into him. Guys, at 21, I can literally say that I put everything into God because that's all I have left. When my money's gone, I just have God. When I can't give another tithe because I don't have the funding, is all I have left. When I only have a couple clothes left on my back, that's all I have left. When I have this hair loss, that's all I have left. When I can't see the road down the line, that's all I have left. When I'm looking to influence people and I feel like I don't got enough courage in me, that's all I have left. That's all I have left. That's all I have left. And the problem is, guys, we have not gotten to a point where we're saying to God, God, you're all I have left, God. Like we're making him a, 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 a backup plan, but he's my first up plan. This is my first up plan. And because I know that I don't have a lot left, because I know that I can't give enough to God, because I know that he doesn't owe me anything because that's all I have left. This plan in the dark, God, this plan in the dark, guys, is not about what we want. It's not even about what we think we should get. It's about what we need. So if we pour into God enough, if we pour with our whole hearts and say, God, it hurts, God. God, I can't see the way. God, I don't get it. Why am I here? Why can't I see anymore? God's like, I don't need you to see. I need you to believe. Please trust in me. I'm the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I'm the God that promised Abraham many sons and many daughters. I told him to count the stars because you can't even count it, can you? And he's the same God that rose Jesus Christ. He's the same God that saved Paul. He's the same God that gave Peter a mission, the disciples a mission. He's the same God that gave John vision. This is the God of the Israelites. This is the God that 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 gave Moses vision. This is the same God that says, I'm not going to leave you. I'm actually going to be with you through this whole entire process. You're going to be in the dark. Suck it up. Let your faith expand. One thing I know about God is the Bible says, if you suffer with me, you reign with me. That's just not in the end times. That's right now. Guys, the reason you're in the dark is because we got to suffer. Look, 
Christian lifestyle is a suffering lifestyle. You're not allowed to do what everyone does. You're not allowed to, you know, do all that drinking and partying and having sex and smoking weed and getting high. You're not allowed to do all that cussing and, and fussing. And you're not allowed to do all that complaining. I mean, you can, but God says, I'd rather you not. It's a suffering way. It's hard. When things, when you get saved, I declare things amplify, right? Like when you're not saved, it's like, ah, life happens. When you get saved, you have something that you have to work for and you have to fight for. Some of, have, some of us have visions and ministries. Some of us have gifts of prophecies, healings, deliverances, and wisdoms that we don't even know fully yet because we're in this transitional darkness phase that we can't even see. And God's just like, if you just listen to me, if you just let me guide you. The Bible says in Joshua 1 and 9, Joshua, be courageous. Yo, bro, Joshua, be courageous. Do not fear, for I am with you, and I'll be with it with you wherever you go. That's literally what he told Joshua. Joshua conquered nations. Israel took back what was theirs. Israel took back so many things. Because you know what they did? They just believed. They believed that God was with them. They believed that God was moving with them. And they was like, ah, Joshua's going to lead us. Oh my gosh, we got a new person. We're scared. We're dark. But you know what, God? We're going to listen. God's just saying, I know you're in the dark. I know it's not fun. I know it's not comfortable. I know it's scary. I, I know you I know you don't want to be here. But I need you to stay here. I need you to trust me. I need you to trust that what I'm doing is for good. It's not to hurt you. It's not to scare you. But stay strong. Because when you come out of this dark stage, this stage that you can't see, I'm going to do something for you. A lot of you, God's going to do something for you. You don't even know it yet. But if you stay hidden in God and you honor and respect him and the man that he is, he's not going to eradicate the darkness He's going to be the illumination that is with you throughout the darkness. Because we have to go through a refinery stage of life that sometimes it's not fun. But the results, somebody say, I'm living for results. I'm living for the results. That's what God's going to bring out of you. So today my prayer is that God, God do something new for somebody. Make somebody new. Take them to the, the, the stage of refinery. This, this short stage or, or long stage or whatever it may be, stage of darkness. God, and change. God, even me, Marquise Taylor, change me. And so today, the last thing I want to close out with is if you're in a place where, where you need God, where you need him to do something for you, but you're not fully in the family or the community of, of believers today. If you want to give your life to God and you want to make a change in the, in the variety, in the power that you're in, I just want you to say these words and I just want you to believe in your heart that God can do anything. And that is that God, I'm sorry. I repent and I, 
I commit my, my sins before you. God, I ask that you cleanse me and that you deliver me and that you begin to change my life and refine me over and over again. God, change my heart. God, change my mind. And I ask that you come into my heart and that you live with me and you dwell in me. And God, this is, this is my declaration to you that I'll fight and I'll live for you. In Jesus' name. Amen. You guys just give God a hand praise today. I'm so glad that you were able to come on the podcast and listen to this, this exquisite and wonderful message. I ask that it bless your life and that it takes you to the next level. And thank you for listening to Maximum Potential with Marquise Taylor. And we'll see you next time. See you.